There's nothing better than success stories, is there? Oh my gosh, I just love sharing these kind of, of stories with people to give individuals hope, to let you know that there's people out there that have gone through really hard times and overcome them and went on to become super successful. The story I'm going to tell you today, which is so cool, uh, is about a woman who struggled for years with separation anxiety and she didn't know what it was and she didn't know why her relationships were blowing up or all short-lived or whatever they might be until we started working together. Uh, I'll never forget now it's been 20 years it's it's incredible how long ago it was but I'll never forget the first time she was dating some guy and they came into the office. I told them I'd work with them one time together. And then after that, I'll work with them separately. And I said to her, you know, like, what's going on? She goes, well, we've been dating for six months and, you know, it goes great. But then I kind of lose it. And I said, what do you mean lose it? And she said, well, he he can probably explain better. So I turned to the gentleman that he was she was dating and I said, what's going on? And he goes, sir, he said, I've never seen anything like this. I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, There are times when I am trying to go to work and I can't even get out the door. Uh, She's telling me that I need to stay and that it's not a good idea to go to work that day. And this is pretty extreme stuff, right? And so finally she would calm down and she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I just lost it for a moment. No, go to work, go to work, do your thing. Um, But then other things started coming up, you know, when he would go away on business, she would have to go with him. And he would say, hey, listen, you know, it's costing me twice as much to have you with me. It's a a one day trip. I fly out this afternoon. I come back tomorrow and she couldn't handle it. And she would pack her bags and, and basically force herself to go on every trip that he ever went on. And so as we're sitting there talking, I'm getting this picture. I'm going, oh, my God, separation anxiety. So we get done with the first session. And I said to the gentleman, thank you so much. You know, you've really helped the three of us here with your explanation of it. And she said, yes, honey, thank you. I, my mind gets blank and I can't really remember correctly. All I know is that I go into high anxiety and then I act out and they left. And then I came back or she came back and I started working with her individually. Uh, at the end of that session, he ended the relationship. And he had said to her when they walked out the door, he said, you know, as I'm repeating things you're doing, I'm seeing how unhealthy this is for me and how I'm not sleeping and I'm not eating correctly. I'm not doing the things I do because I'm so anxious about your anxiety. And so she was heartbroken, crushed. Then we started doing work together. And what we ended up finding out was that she was what's called a runner. So she wouldn't really commit to a relationship with a guy. You know, she would have sex with him. Uh, and then maybe see him for a couple more times, and then she would go. Sometimes she would just ghost them, you know, like she would go out and have a great time with them, maybe go home, stay at his house overnight, early the next morning gone, and then he'd never hear from her again. Any of the longer-term relationships, like the one that she came into the office for, was just filled with chaos and drama. There wasn't anything that she could do on her own. She had no life, and that's what several of the guys that I had talked to had said, is that she just, she doesn't work, she hangs out at the house. She doesn't really do anything at the house. She doesn't exercise. She doesn't do anything. And all I'm concerned about is that her mental health. Now, I had three or four guys that she had asked to call me and to do a session with me so they could explain what they had seen because she said, David, I basically go to blackout. You know, my anxiety gets so high. And we go into the background. And this is separation anxiety always has an origin in childhood. 
and and it can come from many different ways you know if you don't get the emotional attention you need the the sensitive attention you need as a child you could start to not trust and that's what separation anxiety says i do not trust that you're going to return i do not trust that you love me if you love me you'd let me come on this trip if you you know those kind of phrases and she said david i'd say that stuff all the time but see when she was a child what we found out is that she didn't get the emotional support she needed she got no emotional support uh, there were so many things going on in the family. Other people needed more attention according to the role models that she had. Uh, other people needed more attention. She didn't get it. So that created that anxiety, right? Like, well, if I didn't get it from my family, I can't trust the world. The world is a scary place. And if I commit to someone, they may leave me. They may abandon me. They may hurt me. They may criticize me. So she would stay in relationships, almost kind of like forcing herself to stay. So she didn't have to go through the same thing again. And her mindset, which she said to me 20 years ago, quite blankly, she said, David, I have to be honest with you. I will stay in a relationship with a man where it's no longer working. So I don't have to go through this again. In other words, she'd rather be in an unhealthy, unhappy relationship than see herself running again from another relationship. It took us one year and she didn't date for a year. I said, is there any way that you could just not date for a year because we've got a lot of work to do here? We went all the way back into her childhood. She wrote letters and stories that would blow your mind about all these experiences she had where she wasn't supported, role models didn't show up for her events at school, you know, all that kind of stuff which at, at that time is crucial for a little girl or a little boy. And so if they're seeing that their main people in their lives aren't supporting them, then they walk out of childhood with the belief system that no one will support them. If they didn't get it at home, there's no one that can be that good for them. And so what they do is they start pushing people away. So before a guy can break it off, she started doing kind of bizarre activities and the relationship would end then she'd come back and go away and come back and it turned into a mess. The good news now, the great news is that when we found the origin in her family and we did the family of origin work, which took a couple months, but it's so worth it. She has now for 20 years been happily married. I met her husband. He is an angel. She's an angel. When he heard stories of what she was like before, he couldn't even believe it. He said, David, she's telling me these stories that you're telling me and I'm shaking my head saying that's not the same person. Anyone can change. It doesn't matter how long you've had these habits. We can change. Reach out to me at talkdavid.com. Let's do this work together. Four free books at talkdavid.com on motivation. And I know we can get to the origin. If it is separation anxiety, or maybe it's a bipolar disorder that we can have diagnosed, not by me, I'm not a doctor, but by a doctor. Maybe there's something else going on. If it is separation anxiety, no medication is needed. We can do the work and set you free. TalkDavid.com is the website. I'm David Essel. Have a beautiful day.